let's talk about how to improve your marketing efforts by creating a customized online app for your RV park or campground. I'm Alex Burkett, and this is the Outdoor Alliances podcast. Today, I'm interviewing Joe and Rose from App My Community, a customized mobile app designed to enhance engagement with any community, including RV parks and campgrounds. Joe has worked previously as a principal consultant for Oracle, and Rose has worked as a meeting and event planner. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks, Alex. Thank you, Alex. So just start and give me more of a complete introduction and talk about how did you guys get started working in the outdoor industry? So um, as you mentioned, uh, we just had our normal nine to five jobs and we went a few years ago uh, to a really nice RV resort um, and we had all the amenities at our disposal, but we did not get all the handouts when we arrived. And so as we are enjoying our stay, we see some activities going on. And then we went up to the store a few times and it was closed. Um, and because we didn't have the information about the hours and the activity schedule, and it was the first time that we were at a resort like this, we didn't even know what we didn't know. And so we're like, you know, we do know there's probably a better way for them to communicate all of these things because they want us to return and have the great memories as guests. So that got us thinking, and that was in South Dakota, and we live in St. Louis. So on the 14-hour drive mm -hmm. home, Joe started coding, and he started creating an app, and I have a hospitality background. And so I said, okay, well, we would want it to do this, and we want it to do this. And so um, between that, um, it will be five years this year that we've had our company um, that's where it started from, just our own experiences um, as a camper. That's amazing. And a lot of times you hear of, you know, speaking to different business owners and things, they're evolved from solving a problem. Mm -hmm. That sounds exactly what, what you guys did from trying to enjoy this camping experience and creating something that could move with campgrounds as they move into the modern age, make it something that's adaptable both on, on mobile devices and a convenient way for them to share this information as well. For sure, for sure. And so how did this sort of evolve from where that started in the beginning coding and, and the project to where you guys are at now working with both RV parks and campgrounds and then other communities as well? Yeah, so we, uh, we um, I wrote that code on the way home uh, about three months later that that resort in Rapid City, South Dakota was our first customer. Um, and then uh, we went ahead and we bought an RV uh, motorhome to take our six children on the road and over summer we went and visited a bunch of parks in the southeast of the united states and then um drummed up another seven customers or so and then we started hitting the trade shows pretty pretty heavy and so after four and a half years we have um 94 properties um we say properties because uh for the first two years we only did rv parks but then we realized that uh, our town was basically like an RV park is a really small town. You know, it has all the all the things that a town would offer, uh, events, a store, you know, all of that. Um, and so we thought, oh, we could probably use this for our town. And so we have started um, kind of branching out and also doing uh, chambers of commerce. And so we have about 10 or 15 of those now. Um, that's only that's been over the past. Uh, we really focused on that about a year ago. And so if somebody doesn't sort of understand this concept of what this mobile app can do or sort of the application of all of this, can you talk about what that is that you guys are building and some of the features and things that are involved? 
Sure. So essentially, you know, we use our phones for everything um, in our real lives and our daily lives. So when I go um, on vacation or if I'm at a place, my expectations are the same. And when I am curious about something, I want to know the answer right now. Um, I don't want to have to wait. So, you know, we're our motivation here is guest engagement and anticipating guest needs. So anything that originally, anything that would traditionally be in a handout can be in the app. But then also we're all about reinforcing their brand. The end guest or the end user, they don't know who at my community is, but they know all about the campground or resorts branding that's in front of them all the time. Um, also, you know, part of our evolution is not just making it an information resource. We want people to continue to go back into the app to get value. So whether it be being able to sign waivers for activities or to be able to um, register their visitors when they come visit um, for our seasonal properties, it's filling out the forms um, to make enhancements to their site. Instead of going up to the office during the set hours, um, they can they can make requests for deliveries or, you know, site improvements at any time. You know, so when we're sitting around the campfire at the end of a great day and we're talking then about what we want to do the next day, well, we can get on the app, look at the activity schedule or see what's in the local area and their hours or, oh, who delivers to this property again? Well, it's right here in the app. And so it centralizes everything. So I'm not going around looking for handouts um, or, you know, whatever may be on my mind as the guest or the user, um, I can anticipate that and have that information available in the app. And so when you talk about all this information that's living inside of the app, how easy is it for these park owners or managers to sort of put all this information in here and make sure that they're keeping it updated and accurate? Right. Yeah. So we knew going into this, I mean, <clears throat> as soon as we got the idea, when we started coding, we knew two things. One, uh, every generation is going to be using these. And so mm -hmm. uh, we made the user experience on the phone as simple as possible and very easy to use. Uh, we also knew that there's work campers and, um, you know, people, there's churn in the industry in terms of employees uh, season to season. So on the back end, it has to be the same, you know, about just as easy. So what we've done is we've made it look the app looks just like the admin console where they put data in. And so they can, they don't have to go navigate through menus to figure out where something goes. Um, you know, they just navigate to the section that they want to update and update that section. And so uh, it makes it for very easy. Um, most of our customers go through about a one hour training and then they're off to the races themselves. Now we're always, always open to more training sessions or giving ideas um, or helping with things, but, um, most of our customers just run with it. That's awesome. And so what are the common, um, sort of use cases, I guess, do you see from some of these RV parks and campgrounds? Like what are these features that owners are most excited about and that guests are really using a lot and finding a lot of value from? So first of all, um, push notifications are going to be the first one because it's instant, uh, real-time communication for our ownership properties or the properties that have long-term guests, um, you know, letting them know that their bills are due or if the water is out, you know, everybody's calling the office to say, hey, did you know the water's out when the resort's trying to get that resolved as quickly as possible. So for them to be able to just send out a message immediately as they're standing down by that water, uh, 
leak or whatever to be able to say, we're, we're taking care of it. We'll keep you posted as the situation is resolved. Um, that's invaluable because otherwise they have a staff member answering all of those calls or people coming in asking the same thing. From a guest perspective, having the real-time um, activity schedule has been very beneficial. And if there are changes that have to be made, they just look at the app and there it is. We were staying at a campground um, a few summers ago that we watched the staff drive with a golf cart site to site, letting the guests know of a change in the activity. That's great customer service. And we really appreciated that they took that time to do that, but there's a better use of their time and communication. And right. So, and once that's printed too, if it's a printed schedule, exactly. it's, it's set in stone. You guys exactly. provide that, that mm -hmm. real time up-to-date information exactly. uh, and the owners can easily change that. So that makes a ton of sense, even from somebody who's worked in the industry as well. You know, that's, that's a useful feature from mm -hmm. both standpoints as, as the owners and managers and also as the guests. Yeah. Exactly. And then we also, <clears throat> some things that um, people have gotten really excited about recently is um, some more of our seasonal type parks, our long-term stay parks, um, specifically in Florida, um, they've kind of turned over the administration of the app to uh, one of the residents. And so it actually ends up being a little more community driven. <clears throat> so, you know, we have a park that has, um, a, you know, every single committee and group that they have in their park has their own section. And the uh, pickleball club in and of itself has 16 subsections. Uh, where they have rules, they have a list of, um, you know, the tournaments that they're going to come up to. They have a list of their officers and contact information for them and how to play pickleball, you know. Um, and so that really gets the community involved and they, they have really taken to it. Right. Because it's it's evolved away from, you know, where to eat in the local area, because uh, there, those uh, guests at that property, they all know they know where they like, but they've really adapted it and made it their own because they want to know what the schedule is for the committees and activity or, you know, the committees or the organizations or the clubs. You know, if a few residents offer services, so someone does an art class or someone does a painting class. They actually have a, they can have a section of their own, just advertising um, the benefits within the community. Um, and that really help build, helps build it as well, instead of just being on a, on a cork board. Right. And a lot of times that gets overlooked and, and mm -hmm. you're on your phone anyways, as you're walking by those things. Um, exactly. So it makes sense to just be where they're at. Exactly. Yep. What are some of the newer features or, or things that you've done recently or maybe even coming out soon that you're either really excited about or, or people are really getting a lot of use out of? Yeah, so um, from the beginning, we knew that we also should implement some sort of uh, revenue um, piece to this. And so um, right from the start, we had splash screens that when the app opens up, you can display a splash screen uh, and then the app moves on. Um, shows for two seconds. Um up until about, so for the past four years, that has been managed by me. And so if you had to change it, it comes to me, we have to put a new app out. Well, now I've released it to the customers um, and they can do that when they, when they click on them, it can go anywhere in the app. So, you know, our customers have been using them for giveaways, for their, you know, advertising their big weekends or Halloween, like not Halloween right now, it's Valentine's weekend. Uh, we have a, a park that she just updates her uh, splash screens every month or so to add something new. Um, 
And so, yeah, it's really making it exciting for the end users. Um, we have people that also will put on um, the schedule of major bands that just you see it every time you open the app. Um, that was in mid-December. And then about uh, two weeks ago, we released out, um, we added, so you can add images um, in headers throughout the entire app. So, and, and they, they, are, they can rotate and add captions. So it just allows for them to add a lot more engagement in it. And then also they can embed video. So, um, you know, you go to the amenities section and there is your marketing video of your new um, water park and splash pad that just starts playing. Um, and so that's, uh, that's something that's been asked for a lot is to be able to incorporate those things. And, um, and we were happy to provide it. And so speaking of marketing, would you guys consider this to be more of a, a marketing and branding tool or more of a park management tool? Or do you think that it's probably somewhat both? Um, both and neither at the same time, right? So, <laughs> um, so I would say, uh, it is mostly guest engagement and relationship building. So like relationship marketing, you know, almost no one. So I, I don't think you might've missed this when Rose was explaining, um, but every one of our apps uh, or every one of our customers has their own app in the app store. And so, um, you know, you're building a relationship there, but the thing is, is no one downloads that until they already have at least some sort of relationship with you. They most likely already booked at your park. And so it's not necessarily going to be bringing new people in. Um, but what it will do is foster that relationship of how you communicate back and forth with them. Uh, it'll just really increase the guest engagement. And then in terms of park management, we definitely have a lot of management features in there for sure. But there's, there's, you know, we're, we you skim the surface uh, with with some of these things of what what it really takes to to do a full park man park management app. So, um, but definitely there's there's bits and pieces of that when you talk about custom forms. So reporting an issue and an end user being able just to put that in on their phone and it gets sent as a text or email to whoever needs to you know solve that problem, um, and and so there's definitely a little issue, a little bit of both. That makes sense to me. And have you seen newer parks use your guys' technology or your app? I mean, maybe not brand new, but let's say like they've been open for a year. Maybe they're sort of a, a younger community. They've got sort of a, a small base, but are looking to grow. Or is this traditionally just for these mega large parks? Oh, no. we. I mean, we currently have, I think, two parks that already have apps in the app store and they're not open yet. Um, we probably have done about five, five to seven parks total before they've opened. And so it's, you know, they want their, their full brand experience to be available uh, the day that they start selling. Like a lot of them when, they, when they're selling sites, you know, because, you know, if they can get people to download their app right after they do their booking, um, then they can build excitement by sending out push notifications to everyone that has the app with a picture of the newest thing that has just been completed. Uh, and so, you know, it's a, it's a way to kind of build the community before the community exists. So I was going to say, and it's one of those, you can just start to explore, get more information. They can update mm -hmm. their activities. Like that makes a ton of sense for me as almost a way to become a, a personal website, if you will, on their phone where, where you're sort of getting in front of them more often and, and trying to promote and communicate that information. Right. And the, and the biggest thing with the push notifications is you're not, 
um, hoping that it comes across them, um, it does, right? Because the push notifications are are kind of you know they come to your phone and they you know they make noise or they show up in your in your home screen. Whereas if you post something to social media, you really hope someone's going to see it, but there's going to be there's definitely going to be people that are not um, doing that, you know, not seeing those updates. Um, if you're doing marketing, you know, straight up just normal marketing, yeah, Facebook is is perfect for that. But um, just trying to gin up excitement with your current, um, you know, clientele, it's a little bit harder. Yeah. And how does your guys' service and what you guys do, I know we've touched on this a little bit so far, um, differ from somebody else that might offer a similar experience like a, a mobile app? Yeah. So by far the number one is that all of ours are, it's your own app. It's completely branded in in you know, your own brand, it's yours in the app store. Um, after that, it would be flexibility. So one of the biggest things is they can make a section for anything. So we, we actually were um, talking to a park today that's in Maine. And so they can have, they can build out an entire section about Arcadia National Park um, and, and have it give all the information that they need, contact information, emergency information, um, you know, offline maps that work offline of the um, of the park and, and they can put that right in their app and it just works as long as the first time they open it. The other thing I would say that would set us apart is affordability. So the campground that the, the RV resort that we first started with, when we approached him that we made an app, he said that he had talked to his marketing company about getting an app and they had told him it's out of your budget you know, uh, to have a customized app made specifically for you would, you know, 50 to $100,000. And so it was just off the table. But what we've done is created a model that can be customized to anybody, but at a much more affordable price. It's, it's replicable. Right. And and that's important too, to make sure that, that this is something that the park owner is going to find valuable that they can afford and that they know that their customers are going to be able to enjoy and that they can continue to pay for that service. And, and on that note, I mean, we have parks that are as small as 60 sites and as large as 1800 sites. That's awesome. And so if somebody is sort of interested in this and, and might be thinking or have been thinking about something like this for a while, can you sort of pitch on on why they should get started even now for a lot of parks you know in my region of the country and in yours too in the midwest we're sort of in this off season and we've got some time here to build out some new marketing features or get ready for this next season mm -hmm. um so would now be a good time that even when you're not open to start sort of thinking about this stuff and and putting the process together you said it we're, for us we're laughing <laughs> now is the perfect time um this is uh we we laugh and we'll say this is a great winter activity you can build out the store um because we have the ability to do in-app purchases um you can annotate your map and have a searchable map um you know you customers that start mid-season you know they have a lot going on and so they might even just start out with the basic information or activities or forms and then as they grow more comfortable then they're adding features or uh, and so this time of year is great because before the weather turns nice and you're focusing on the outdoor activities you can get it up and set and then you know then it's live and it's up to you to promote it when you're ready 
Um, and so that's what a lot of our um, onboarding customers are doing right now is, is building it out um, before they get busy into March, et cetera. And the, the initial process, we've had uh, campgrounds be live in the app store within four days of signing. And then some say, all right, I'm going to build it now. And then I really don't need to promote it for four months, you know, and so we're very flexible as well in, in that. But there are a lot of features. So as they get more comfortable or based on their time um, is, you know, we always say this is the best time. But uh, we had one customer call us 4th of July morning and say, hey, I want to add delivery of firewood to my app. Can we do that? And we're like, well, sure. <laughs> and so um, there's, you Trial know, by fire. We, we did it. It was great. You know, they're only open three months of, of the year. And so yeah, up in Minnesota, you know, a good fire is always nice in the evening. And so um, and so it was that. Like we worked with them, but it was a feature that was easy to add even on the 4th of July. And so, um, but yeah, this, this is definitely great timing for us even to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you know that May is, starts your busy time. Uh, our busy time is right now. Yeah, you know, um, February and March are when our customers are, you know, they got done with their season last season. They kind of took a break for a while january rolls around and they're like oh we really wanted to add this feature can you help us with that a little bit and so we're kind of helping them with new ideas and stuff right now so uh it was definitely our busy time and so if somebody uh is sort of new about this and is curious about the the process can you walk through what maybe the process looks like from a, a signing or an initial conversation to being fully launched in the app store yeah, so typically we would go um, through a demo of the app, show you, you know, kind of all the features and how it works. Um, and then what we'll do is we'll send a contract. We do a one-year contract. Um, we don't have any upfront fees, no startup fees or anything like that. Um, we just do a one-year contract. That way uh, it recoups the effort that we have going into building the app at the beginning. Um, so we'll send, send you the one-year contract. It comes back to us. Um, you will have an admin console typically within a day or two days where you can start putting data in. Um, now you can start then, but we will also give you links to schedule time on our calendar for a one-hour training. Um, and so you can go, they, they can go and start doing training with us. Um, and then it's kind of at your pace. You decide, you, you, you most of the time you'll give us a go live date of when you want to go live and we will make sure to work back from there and keep you a little bit on track because you know you get busy and certain things get out of sight out of mind and so we know the day that you're wanting to go live so we know kind of what has to happen before then um but when we give an admin console we already have a shell um made specifically for rv resorts and campgrounds it has kind of the basics there you know it has events it has amenities um, under the amenities section, we list out some of the major things like that you might not think you'd want to add in your app, but your camper want, wants the information like laundry. We even put prompts in there with the laundry, like how uh, how much does it, is it? Where is it located? Um, you know, if you use an app, add a button with a link to the app for it. Um, and so all of that stuff is there pre-filled um, so that you can kind of start, you know, answering those questions. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, where can people go to find out more information about you guys and connect with you? And do you have any sort of closing final thoughts about at my community? 
Yeah, so we are on, um, we've been, actually been much more uh, active on LinkedIn recently. <clears throat> to say, I've seen you guys on there a lot. I'm, I'm <laughs> loving the, the posts and the stuff on there. You're, you're doing my world stuff. Yeah, so uh, uh, that started with our, we just got done with a four-month trip um, going around and visiting our customers. So we visited about 20 customers in four months um, in a Class A toy hauler. And um, we got a lot of good ideas from our customers. And so we wanted to share them with the rest of the customers. And now that we're back, we just want to make sure that we keep doing that. Um, but yeah, so we're on LinkedIn um, at, at my community. Uh, and you can also go to at my community.com. Um, and there, if you want to schedule a demo with us, um, it'll be with me or me and Rose. And uh, we'll just kind of go through the app and, and get you started and show you what we have. All right. Thanks, Joe and Rose. And thanks for listening to the Outdoor Alliances podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's segment. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And join me again for more news, exciting updates, and great conversations.